Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabbag, your weekly podcast between games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you two unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the survivor of this episode, Andrew. With me, my Black Widow, Liz. Hey guys, I like that. <laughs> yeah, because you suck the life out of me. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, but this week, me and Liz decided to revisit Grounded since it had its 1.0 patch and it's now a fully completed game. So we played, we revisited Grounded by Obsidian Studios. Grounded is a first or third person survival RPG. We are playing one of four children who are trying to survive in a backyard. You got shrunk down and you have no idea why you got shrunk down because you've lost all your memory. Where you try to figure out how to grow up to go home. But Liz, was this a game or pass for you now that it hit the 1.0 patch? It's still a game. I think that a lot of the things I didn't like about it the first time around, I mean, it's still there. Um, and so for me, it's I for me, it's a multiplayer game. I'm sure like for someone like you that's a hardcore gamer, you'd thrive single player, but me not so much. And um, I one of the biggest things that I really noticed this time around and not the first time around is scaling and how I feel like the game doesn't do that great of a job with it. But that being said, uh, I still really like the game and I enjoyed playing it. So as we said, yeah, Grounded hit uh, its 1.0 patch. Uh, just for a quick note, I think the current patch is 1.0.2. People are really that picky. Um, but yes, there's been some other quality of life updates that have happened since we've started. But um, no, I'm with, like Liz, I actually think I might give this a definite game. I think it's a ton of fun. I do agree with you. It's definitely way more fun with friends, but... I think you can still do single player just well enough there. It is a little difficult, but I think since it's 1.0 patch, there's was a lot of things that I remember complaining about in the preview version of grounded that have been addressed. There's still some issues, but overall I think this is a great game. I think they did a great job coming out with the 1.0 patch, but uh, yeah, so definitely check it out. But uh, yeah, so the story of grounded there, because there actually is a story now. I remember that was one of our complaints. Both me and you kind of complained about where, like, it seems like they were making a story, but it just made no sense, and it was really kind of all over the place. Yeah. But now there's actually like a cohesive story. There's even cinematics, which is another thing we kind of wish there was. But there's actually an opening cinematic where you see your characters para dropping into this backyard into a brief like that are in a briefcase. So there's kind of like this opening cinematic that of how you got dropped there. And, you know, you're kind of discovering as to why you got shrunken down and who is this Professor Tully that, you know, is this prominent character that you just kind of keep hearing notes about and why were you chosen out of all people? Liz, what did you think of the story? I liked it. And it's so hard not to give spoilers. But yeah, I know, um, it's especially for you. <laughs> it's it's very difficult. But for me, I definitely think that I would have missed a lot more i that's the thing playing single player i wouldn't have gotten nearly far enough to care about the story but playing multiplayer and having your help um you think you would have been so frustrated that you wouldn't have continued if i wasn't playing with you yeah because i when you first start playing and you're venturing out and there are a lot of these bugs or enemies that are way stronger and you were way more bold and so for me i felt like you went out there and you took care of the 
the bugs and got the parts that we the needed. The scary ones. Yeah, you got <laughs> you got the parts that we needed to make the better defense and the better weapons. And I loved like building the bases and collecting our resources and stuff like that. But even like like the underwater elements, I was like, I I have no interest in doing that. But it wasn't until I got like the better armor that I really wanted to venture out more because I mean, every time you go out and you get killed, it ruins your armor a little bit. And so for me, I also like, I <laughs> we talk all the time about how like a lot of horror games aren't really scary even though they try to be. I definitely like yelped or like yelled a ton with these spiders. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel that way. See, I think the story is fantastic. I actually really liked it. It, I guess I can't say fantastic because it's, I wish there was more of it. I definitely, like one thing I was afraid about when we did this, this game essentially literally came out in chunks. Like it's a big yard and it literally was just like, here's this corner. Here's this corner. I was afraid with the 1.0 patch, the whole map would kind of feel disjointed and just, it would clearly just feel like everything was built in pieces but I think with this 1.0 patch, I actually felt like everything was really kind of tied together. And I remember one of the big complaints was figuring out where to go. And they fixed that with the 1.0 patch. Now, when you go to the base, like there's cameras saying like lab one, lab two, lab three. So even though you don't have to do the labs in that order, it kind of gives you direction. Like, hey, maybe you should do these in order, which is really nice. Uh, but the story, like I was intrigued. I like finding out more about professor Tully and how sad his life kind of is and how evil the uh, company is. Uh, I heard forget the name. Om- Omnitech. Om- Om- Omnitent. One of those. Something I didn't forget. Like Omni something. But yeah, you kind of find out why they're so evil and director Schmechter is the evil bad guy trying to ruin your lives. And I, I don't know. I, I thought the story was really nice. I kind of wish there was more about the characters that you're playing. So obviously, yeah. when you're moving around, I think I mentioned this in like the first episode that we did that you know the character that I always pick, which I believe is Willow Branch, mm-hmm. she doesn't like mushrooms or heights. And you find this out when you know she's on the zip line and she's like freaking out, or she like is like blech over the mushrooms. But I wish there was more with your character a little bit, or maybe like how you. Yeah, my girl's always alley hoops. Yep, she's the daredevil. She's the jack. But I think it's funny, like, how much we like this game and we enjoyed playing it. We couldn't get anybody to play with us to beat the We end. played a ton of it, we too. We did. And we had, the, like, at the end, and this is what I mean by scaling, because when you play multiplayer, and it's probably different with single player, but when you play multiplayer, it doesn't change if you have one, two plus people. Like, there, they, there's the same amount of spiders. And, from and like, I remember when we first started playing, and we ventured out to a, like the other area by the tree, which is like the kind of like the next point that you need to get to. And Andrew, before we were recording, made a good point that it was like the other side is easier. There's like less spiders and stuff, but you still need to be in that area. And I could not like I would I would get stuck at one of the research centers because there was a giant spider and a mosquito that would kill me the second I left, and they would not leave. And so I like restarted the game, went back. And they were still there. They would not leave. I had to wait for Andrew to come home and, and take care of business. Well, you probably didn't see one of the patches, but they actually did fix that. Uh, they did. Mosquitoes do not appear until you hand in the first big, like a uh, big burgle chip. Which is great, but if mosquitoes are awful. If you already have a game in session, like we do, yeah. um, and it seemed like the ending, you're defending a base, and it's just me and Andrew, and we can get anybody to play with us, and including was, Keith. 
Yeah. I mean, Keith, Keith barely played the first time. He just like isn't into it. It's the same with like, we're going to be doing Mass Effect 2. And it's like, he got through the tutorial of Mass Effect. He's not going to, he's not, he's not into it. So he's not into this game either. And so we, we tried to coordinate with him and he was busy or busy. I don't know. He, but he, he wasn't about this game. Yeah. And so for me, and like you have a ton of gamer friends. Um, but yeah, nobody wanted to play with it. Maybe it's us. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so we tried multiple times and we, we built walls and defenses and we had amazing armor and weapons. And Andrew, you're a hardcore gamer. And I I put so much time into this. I wasn't like a new like a noob to this game going in and trying to fight. Like I put in hours and hours and hours and we still can't beat it. Yeah. And so we won't see the ending in our game probably ever. I mean, with the patches that have come out, there's definitely been some improvements. They've definitely... They, <laughs> Like the improvements from what it was in preview into what it is now is night and day. I think this game is so much better now. Uh, one of the big things they added was they improved the durability of all your gear, which is so good because some of your stuff would break. You die once and it's like, got to repair it. And I remember we were complaining about this in the preview where I felt like we weren't going anywhere. Specifically, I remember we were in the sandbox and you're fighting the antlions. Antlions, the big thing you need is the pincers and they don't drop it all the time. So I felt like you're just constantly, by the time you get enough pincers, you just got to use those things to repair the things that you're using. And it was like, so it felt like it was a non-ending cycle of just maintenance. But, you know, they've now finally improved the durability where things are drastically like they last so much longer, including torches, because torches only last like five minutes before. And now they actually last a significant amount of time. But they also, when you upgrade your gear, which upgrading your gear is so much better. You can now just use glue instead of having to get the bug parts to repair. Like, oh, you need the antlion parts to repair the antlion armor or the antlion sword. And now you just need glue. It's like, oh, so much easier. So well, th there's so many quality of life things that, you, that there are. One thing that bothers me, though, is that so when you're, you know, finding the antlions and stuff, you get or like the ants in general. There's a bunch of different ants. When yep. you get the the armor for that ant, they leave you alone, except for the fire ants. No, only only. The red ant armor does. I don't even think if you do black ant armor, they don't ignore you either. Really? Mm -hmm. no, but they still don't. You can still like outrun them and they don't bother. Like once you get away from them, they leave you alone. The fire ants are smarter and more annoying. Yeah. And you cannot. They, they're everywhere in that like last area. And not only do they not leave you alone, but they will recruit the fire ants around you. And so when I got the armor, I was hoping that it would make them stay away from me. And it did not. And I thought that that was obnoxious. So I th you're complaining about it. But for me, I think it makes sense because you're talking about the upper yard. The upper yard is obviously the last area that was finally released with this 1.0 batch. And it's obviously end game. So like, it's obviously meant to be the harder area. So you're dealing with harder bugs, which I get, but the larva, like this is what I was saying earlier with the scaling. And maybe it, that's the issue with the multiplayer where there were times where, cause it was just Andrew and I, there's room for four players. And so I'd be playing by myself and you'd have three larva after you. And there would be like four fire ants and you're just like, leave me alone. I'm trying to do crap. And so for me, I, I, I a hundred percent think that area needs to be either redone or they need to fix the, the multiplayer because it was obnoxious. It made me hate the, hate the game towards the end. <laughs> I think that's why I'm like, I love the game, but towards the end, I was just really, really irritated. We have stronger enemies that just won't leave you alone. Yeah. I mean, 
I understand where you're coming from. There are some things I think Grounded can still improve on. I do agree the scaling is kind of a little bit all over the place, but it's so much better than it was in preview. Because in preview, it's like it's now so much easier to upgrade your armor. And to me, it felt so much easier to to transition to different parts of the yard. You know, going from the hedge to the pond to the gas to the antlion pit. Like I didn't feel like I was going to those areas and just getting decimated like I was when it was in preview. I see. I feel the opposite. I feel like ever since like they you know fixed everything, that it's it's way worse. Uh, I found it easier. It's the same because we like, blew through this. Well, so when we first went to the tree area the first time, we were able to build a base there, no problem. We had so much trouble building a base at the beginning because we had to upgrade our armor so much in order to be in that area. And for me, like I felt like I couldn't even go there if you were, you know, at work and I was like playing alone. I I think that it became a thousand times harder after the. Oh, see, I found it easier. <laughs> I found it easier. It, and like, I think this is also why the upper yard, why you're complaining about the upper yard. Cause at this point our stuff is just about maxed. And so it's like, we can't improve anymore. What we have is like the best you got. And so that's why it's kind of hard fighting some of these bugs. And then, you know, doing these base defense areas, which that's also new is the base events, which is another thing I remember we complained about where it's like, Hey, yeah, it's cool building a base, but like, what's the point of it? But now, you know, if you're killing a certain amount of insects so many times, it'll start to warn you like, oh, the fire ants are annoyed with you. And after a while, they're like, the fire ants are angry and they're attacking your base. And they'll give you an indicator of what base they're attacking. And so you kind of do this cool base defense like moment. And then also, too, there's like a raw science containers where you essentially start like a tower defense mode where, you know, you activate this mixer and all these bugs are trying to break the mix and you got to defend it. See, that part's cool. But when they are actually going after you, I never saw them attacking a base. They would go after me. Because there was one time I was at base and it was our, our mushroom base. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that, you know, listeners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but there is a certain base that we labeled mushroom base. And it said that the larva was mad at me and they were going to attack me. But our base is up on a stone and I was looking around. I couldn't see anything. Yeah, because they obviously can't get up there. No, but even on the dirt. Like I was on the platform. I couldn't see anything. But if that happened and I was on the ground, they would find me. Yeah. So I never saw them attacking the base. I saw them attack a base. Our very first base, our grass base, was on the ground. And that would get attacked. And I'd actually see damage of that structure. There would also be random ants that would find their way in when there were no holes in our base. Yeah. There's obviously still some game bugs. <laughs> it's the same with <laughs> that like, yeah, the first the first time we recorded this, they there was a ton of um dew drops that wouldn't fall. Yep. And that's still a problem. Yep. It's a lot. Like it's, I mean. No, they, they fixed a lot of that. And a lot of it is usually because the multiplayer wasn't great. Um, this is one thing that I think is really good with Grounded though. Since this is a survival game, anyone who's played survival games, you know, like Ark, um, Conan, uh, Valheim. There's like, whenever you do a survival game, like usually you have to like pay for a server if you want like to be able to have a persistent world. But with Grounded, you can actually kind of share a world with your friends. So as Liz was saying, like, we created a shared world. So the negative effect is it's always a multiplayer game. Like, it's it, that world is always considered multiplayer. So if Liz was playing by herself, it's going, hey, you're playing multiplayer. And so it throws in some extra bugs. So it's kind of difficult to play by yourself. But the nice thing about it is, you know, she could work on our base. And, and I don't have to be signed on. 
or she can sign off and I can jump into our world when she's like asleep or something like that. And I can work on the base or work on the progress. So it was nice that we could actually share this world together and neither of us have to be signed on, but it was like a persistent world that we can keep working on. And I really enjoyed that. And it, but because of that though, there was a lot of issues. Like there's more glitches if you're playing in a multiplayer world. Yeah. Which, I mean, you said that they, they had fixed like the, the bugs that we were talking about, but they, the, the water one, they have not. They, that is still, it, it, does, it really only affects you in the beginning because you do eventually, you, you get a canteen and then you build like the, the dew catcher and stuff. And so later on, it doesn't really matter, but it's still a bug that has been there since the beginning that hasn't been fixed. And I saw it every time I played at the beginning. Uh, like there, there was a one, I, I would say probably like a one in three, maybe one in four chance that the dew drop would not fall. See, I at least find the current glitches in the game are just slight annoyances. Like yeah, the dewdrop like, doesn't fall. Okay, I'll just go to a different the one. The grass, like it would it would get stuck and it would start shaking or yeah. like you would start shaking in a certain area. They're not game breaking. Um but I mean they they are there. Yeah. But the game's still being worked on. It's still being fixed. Oh, wait. There was one that was really annoying where, like, there was mushroom base. There was a wolf spider that was invisible to me and kept biting me. Yeah. So that's something, though, that that can kill you. Well, it all depends on... I remember this was very similar to when we played State of Decay. If you're the host, a lot of these glitches you're not going to see. But if you're someone who's joined a friend's game... Yeah, there's a better chance you're going to see some of these what glitches. What's the glitch that when you were hosting with this game that was so, like you couldn't you couldn't build stuff? No, like my crosshair was off. It was weird. So like if I'm like center my crosshair on the workbench, it won't say workbench. But if I aim to the left of the workbench, no, it was there something it big. Like you couldn't pick up things. Yeah, like the, yeah it was that. It, oh. I had to like put my crosshair to the side of it. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to pick up things when I was hosting, and I complained about it enough that you were like, "Liz, just sign off." I'll host. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's, for me, there were just slight annoyances, but they weren't anything too bad. Um, one of the bad ones they did fix was when it was multiplayer. There was a good amount of times where your guest friends would get kicked out. But they've reduced that drastically. And that was usually only after if you're playing like three hours, it would kick someone out. But it was super easy to rejoin. You don't lose your equipment. Like everything on your character is on your character. So when you sign out, it's just it's on your character. And it's not like it drops on the ground or anything like that. So if you get kicked out, it's just like a two second nuisance. You just sign back on, whatever. But I think the gameplay is just it's still so fun. Like me and you had no issue restarting. Because remember when it hit the 1.0 patch. Like we could have still continued our game, but I was like, do you just want to start over? And both me were like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And we just, we did not care. We started from scratch and like neither of us complained about it. And I still had a ton of fun revisiting these areas. Which I don't know if it was in the original, we just didn't get far enough, but I like that there's different like building things you can do. Like you can have like the, the you can use the burrs to build floors and stuff, but you need so many of them. Yeah. I kind of wish there was a bit more customization. They're with, constantly adding more customers. Yeah, Literally which, every patch they're adding new decorations. Which is exciting. But it's like, I, I feel like going, like if I were so close to the end that I couldn't really enjoy it. Like I feel like if I started from the beginning, then I'd be excited to find like the new materials and stuff. Well, you could also do creative mode where you don't have to like, 
you literally can just have fun and <gasps> use it as a sandbox. I forgot there was a creative mode. Yeah, so you can make it so bugs don't attack you. You have unlimited resources, and you can just build to your heart's content. But I do like that they're adding a lot of new materials. It's yeah. exciting. I love the construction of this game. I think the construction of this game is so much fun. You can fun. make a castle. Yeah, like the design, the architecture, like the graphics of it is is gorgeous. But like it's just it's fun. The gameplay of it is just is actually fun. Like chopping down grass, like trees, getting planks and putting them up. It's just it's really cool to me. Like seeing the progress of your building. Like it takes work. Like it's not something quick and easy to do. It takes time. But I never got bored of doing it. We built four locations. Yeah, we built four. Yeah, so one of them was pretty minimal, but. I never cared starting a new base. We were always just like, oh, let's get a new one over here. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Like I eventually, once Andrew, you know, got me the upgrades for the armor because <laughs> I'm a coward, <laughs> I did enjoy the combat, but my favorite part was the base building. And I do want to say, so when we were playing, I was talking about how I, so there's, there's different weapons that you can do. Like you can have like the heavy, like more like sword style where it's slower. Yep. You can have like the, the jabby jab ones, like the mosquito. Spear? Oh, <laughs> oh. Mosquito the sword, the rapier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the jabby jabby sword. Yeah, the, okay. the mosquito needles. And stuff. <laughs> but I remember, like, so I, I switched to the um, quicker ones, spears, and I was telling Andrew that I wanted to, to build a shield. And he's like, oh, you probably won't use it, whatever. Can I tell you that as a noob, you need the shield? Get rid of all of those clunky two-handed weapons because I it was a game changer. I did so much better in combat and I didn't die as much. It was amazing. And I was really bummed out that I didn't do it from the beginning because I feel like it was like halfway through our our um, gameplay that I that I started doing that. And it makes sense where it's just like I'm not really good at blocking and so having that shield because like uh, some of the bugs, you can tell when they're ramping up to come at you. Yeah. And so I was going into it completely defenseless except for armor that was like kind of meh. But yeah, that was a that was a game changer. For well, me. The, well, the big reason why you never did a shield too is because you always did bows. I was always the front front line person, the tank, I had the stronger armor and you know i'd have like a shield except when playing alone though and yeah but that's myself. when you switched yeah when you went to the shield when you started playing alone and i well also when i started hunting for certain parts like the bombardier parts where it's just like i need to get that and i mean they're pretty fast which is another thing that kind of bothers me about this game because uh, we have wolf spiders in our backyard i've seen them they're they're big and nasty and they're big and nasty in this game unless you do like the arachnophobia um and just imagery. make them a floating ball yeah but what bothers me is that you're small you're what like ant size maybe a little bigger yeah i think i think six centimeters yeah I think it's good. if a wolf spider's come you're not outrunning a wolf spider and with a lot of these bugs in this yard you're not outrunning them in real life like if if you're in this situation where you're shrunken down and Hold there's on. a wolf so, spider coming so you're completing you. this game's unrealistic in a game where you're a child <laughs> and shrunken down to an ant this game is unrealistic because you can outrun a wolf spider. No, I'm just saying. Like, so I mean, the wolf spider is pretty, pretty tough. And You're not it, saying because you said this is. You said this was a complaint. <laughs> I mean, I, I do you know what. That's true because I don't want an instant kill. So I do take back what I, what I said. It's, it's not. It's. I'm just saying that it's very unrealistic, especially when you have the infected <laughs> no wolf spider. The 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 infected wolf spider is just ridiculously hard yeah I mean, they're very hard i don't know like comparing it to like the black widow or the praying mantis 
but it's up there. It's one. Of, it's one of the toughest. But yeah, I'm just like looking at this wolf spider. I'm just like, there's no way. And also, like, it makes me think about my own backyard. Whenever like I go out back and I see like if the lawn the lawn is super long, it's just long. It's really long right now. And I'm just like I'm just thinking about everything that's in there. All those wolf spiders. All the toys our toddlers put in there. Yeah. Like whenever the grass is long, I don't want to go out there in sneakers. I tell you, because we get we have fire ants where we live. I tell you, all summer I am, I hate ants so much. In this game, I have no problem because like some of them are like a, a, a kind of cute, like the black ants. Yeah. They're cute, but I cannot go outside in the summer without being bitten by ants, and I I detest and loathe them. I hate them more than cockroaches. <laughs> And so, like, I, I kind of feel like with the, whenever I go back, I'm just like, there was one when you were mowing this summer and you, like, stopped because you, what, what did you think it was? You didn't, you thought. I you, thought it was a frog. It was a spider was a that was so big. I thought it was a frog. Yeah. And then I saw it because Andrew didn't want to tell me what it was because he didn't want me to see it because I don't like, I don't like any creepy crawlies. And I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. It was huge. I can't imagine that coming at me. I also think. Well, of, it wasn't like, coming at me. It was running from me. I know, but like I, but I also wanted. To, I have a picture of my Instagram. I I wanted to see. I wanted to get a picture of it. I wanted to see it like closer so I could like zoom in and stuff. <laughs> did I make you take the picture? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I probably did. I also think of um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah, this this game definitely because it was a Daddy Long Leg in one of those movies. I think no, I think it was like the sequel or something. Honey, I Shrunk the Parents. Yeah, I think it was a sequel when they're in the house. Yeah, the parents. Yeah, yeah. and this one they had in the first one they had a pet ant. I think it was. I think oh really? A, yeah, I'm pretty sure they had a pet ant that they. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. They movie. ride the Daddy Long Leg in the second one. I think. Yeah, that's when the parents ride. That's the second one. Is when the parents are shrunk. Yeah. But anyway, this movie, this game definitely takes, obviously, like, <laughs> moments from that movie, which is great. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, this is kind of a weird style of a gameplay that no one ever really thinks about doing of, like, a shrunken down version of a game. The most I've ever seen is, like, Hot Wheels. You know, you race around as cars and Hot Wheels and it's, like, small, but it's very few and far between where you see a game where it's like, yeah, you're a small creature kind of thing. We so, should also note, by the way, because you were just talking about how in the first movie you have a pet and you can have a pet in this game now. Yep, you can now you can now get pets. An uh, aphid. Aphid, you can get. I said it right. Yeah, you can get an aphid. You can get a weevil, and you can get. I can't remember what the third one is, but there is a third one. I, I think for a gnat. Some reason I always have trouble killing the aphids for food. <laughs> They and they they mock you. It's wait, so like 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 morally, you have a hard time killing them, or no, physically, <laughs> they're so fast. I mean, you taught me that you can get them when they're in the tree, but if I'm like chasing them, like no, it's like the stamina bar. Like I, I there's something about it that it's hard for me to kill them. Then they mock you after, and I just went after the weevils after a while. Well, that's why I got you the bow and arrow. I'm like, they stand still in the tree, just shoot them. I never see them in the trees, though. No. One thing that I think that I would have liked with the game is... So there's certain armor that gives you certain benefits. So yep. when you first start Well, all working, armor, for the most part, gives you benefits. Yeah, but for instance, so like there's a specific ant armor that makes so that you can carry more of the blades of grass and stuff. Yep. I wish you could do a permanent upgrade with that. Because the entire game, you're constantly building. Even if you're not building like another base you're probably going to be building a zip line and then you need like the the ramps for the zip lines and stuff and so for me i really wish that that was a feature that you could do well one of the new things they added in the 1.0 patch is trinkets so normally you had a slot where you would equip a glider 
So if you fall from a high area, you can equip a dandelion glider so you could fall gently to the ground. But now they added trinkets, which will take that place. And the trinkets are obviously, that's what they say, they they do random effects. So normally you can find badges. There's, I think, seven. You can just look online to see where they're located. And they usually give a positive and a negative. Like one's like, oh, you heal with each hit, but you can only perfect block. There's like another one where like you take reduced poison damage. Um, there's one where I think you take like extra poison damage, but you have better defense. Like they kind of vary. And then obviously when you're killing bugs, depending what bug you kill randomly, it's a very rare drop, but they might drop you a special trinket. So specifically, like if you kill the ladybug larva that burn you, if you kill it, it drops a trinket where it reduces your sizzle damage. Like you can take reduced sizzle. So I, I think the trinket edition is really nice. I felt like I always needed the dandelion though. Because whenever I well, took do it off, I would fall. Yeah. Well, no, but you're also like, for instance, like if you're on the um, picnic table or if you're on one of the chairs or there, there's so many things that you climb up, even if it's your own like fort or whatever that you're yeah. building. I So I didn't like undoing that. So there are like the, oh, what do they call it? Like we, you can pick like getting less poison damage you can pick like a, a three of them yeah the perks but i felt like even with that like i always needed like certain ones i didn't want to deviate like i felt like i wanted more perks i, I love the perk system in this game but didn't you want more i, I have up to five and yes do i wish i could equip them all yes but there's like 20 of them <laughs> <laughs> but at least like you can you can swap them out instantly so that's one thing i think is really great because i love these perks there's a handful of them that I'm like, I'm never going to touch this park, but it's just nice every once in a while. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be swimming in water. Let me do the swimming park. Just press pause, go to it, select it. Boom. There done. Like, I just love, you didn't have to go to a station. You have to pay anything. It was just, you just swap it out. The poison ones I always had equipped because I mean, when you get towards the end, I mean, you're constantly like, there's more wolf spider areas. And then, so we didn't beat the praying mantis, right? Yeah. And then you beat the black widow, but you like fudged it, right? No, I beat it with you. Oh, we actually beat it together? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> wow. Riveting fight that apparently. <laughs> yes, I we beat the Black so. Widow. Then we bought... Uh, the first spider boss, I remember. But yeah, the poison the poison park, like that was a game changer for yep. me because I would die so quickly. But the praying mantis we didn't beat. No. What do you think of the boss fights? I like them. But like I said earlier, they're definitely not meant for two people. The praying mantis one, you need more than two people. Yeah. Honestly, and you need maybe, like four. Maybe Any video I've usually seen, like it's it's usually doing four where like someone can pull the black of the uh, praying mantis away and let the other people revive. It's it's definitely, it, I will say this is what kind of stinks. It's like you either need to do single player or you need to do four player. <laughs> doing two or three, you're definitely kind of at a hindrance. It reminds me a lot like of like Sea of Thieves. Like, Yes, you can do a sloop with two people, but if you're going against a gang with four people, there's a good chance you're going to lose. Which, yeah, I, I feel bad because I keep harping on it, but at the same time, I can't beat the game because of it, so it is a big deal, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, the Praying Mantis, I mean, that fight was really cool because you're, you're in the pot. Yeah. You're in this like, cool arena. But yeah, you got the, the assistant manager. He was kind of a cool fight. The uh, Mant... Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the man, the director Schmechter in that fight. Well, that one, like the the man, you you fall into the container that he's being held. Yeah, and that's kind of like 
it's not like claustrophobic but there are certain parts of the game where you're in these like small areas and it feels that way where you're just like i'm stuck in here what if i die and yeah. i have to go back in there and then quickly get my bag so i didn't like being in, in an enclosed area and then the first time we played i mean every time you 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 play but you have to go into that that berry tree which um I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how you figure out how to get to like where you need to because you're climbing all these branches. And can I just say, I was so flipping proud of myself <laughs> that I did not fall climbing up because there's, there are a lot of narrow areas. Yeah. And we were going to be like so the slow boss. <laughs> I know, but we're going to go to the boss. And if I fell, you would have to come all the way ba- back down for me. Yeah, because there's no way you're navigating it by yourself. Exactly. And the same with like the, the labs up there. Yeah. Like you have to figure out like where the slips of paper are. And it is nice that they have like those little areas where they have like extra resources for you. Like if you like need food or whatever, um, which is really cool. But I love the design of the worlds in this game. Like that hedge maze is super cool because it's like part platforming, part maze. And it's just the design of it is so cool. And if you fall, there's a ton of orb weaver spiders down there. So it's kind of an early area game. But if you fall down there, it's, it's not going to be a good time. Um, you know, you got the termite logs, which is a really cool exploration area going underneath the shed. That whole area is awesome. Like every world, every not even world, because it's all one yard. But the, each section to me felt so thought out. And it's so unique on like how the environment is. Like you're talking about feeling claustrophobic in that fight. Nothing's more claustrophobic than being in the middle of an anthill and your torch runs out and everything's dark. Yeah. Like then you're just like, this is awful. Cause you just hear ants charging you and you have no light and you have no idea where you're going. But yeah, it's, it's so true that like every area of the, the yard feels so different. Like even like there was that area where like the, you have to wear the, the gas mask yep. until you fix it. The haze. It, it feels completely different from, you know, the picnic area or the sandbox or like the, the upper yard and each one, like you kind of know, like where your limitations are. Yep. So it's like, I know like, Andrew isn't here. I'm playing by myself. I can go here, here and here. You know? <laughs> I have permission to go here and here. No, I mean, like, I will die if, like, I go in by myself. Yeah. So, like, once you upgrade enough, like, the, the orb weavers are nothing. Yeah. Um, but the first part of the game, they're terrifying, I tell you. Oh, yeah. And, like, the little ones that, that poison you. Oh, my gosh. it's so But I still feel like I avoid wolf spiders. They're, oh, yeah. They're, like, they're the wolf spiders. Hard. Yeah, even when you have full armor, you you got to be prepared. Yeah, and the, the poison can kill you very easily. Yeah. The fire ants are still my least favorite. <laughs> they're just annoying. That's all. They're just a nuisance. They're smarter, though. Like I said earlier, like if you're fighting one, and they like right when it gets like they're almost dead, they will run away from you, which is like a new development. Like that when you go to different parts of the yard, the the enemies will run from you if they're almost dead, which isn't at the beginning. Like the ants will just keep fighting, um, but when they're weak, they'll run to like a group of them. Yeah, which is really smart. When yeah. the first time it happened, I was like shocked. <laughs> I was like, you sneak. <laughs> Yeah, I I think graphically this game is is awesome. Like I can't believe how gorgeous this game is. Like when the sun sets and it like hits that oak tree, like there's some amazing vistas in this game. Like we've built some really tall zip lines, and like you can see most of the yard. It's just I think this graphically this game is gorgeous. Sometimes the morning haze though it goes from morning haze to perfect. Like it just like there's like a weird. It doesn't. 
like flow that that's being nitpicky but that it is. is it is gorgeous you take that back i <laughs> know uh, i stand by what i said but it is being nitpicky no i i think this game is beautiful i like uh, the, you look at like the different grasses too yeah um, which I feel like on our yard, we have 50,000 types of grass in our yeah. backyard. It's like called the, weeds. Okay. <laughs> well, they all, the, uh, I also, so when Andrew mowed, I, I'm sure nobody cares about this, but the last time he <laughs> mowed, I smelled like chives and I was like, this is the most like delicious smelling combination of fresh cut grass and like chives. Like it just smelled amazing. And then there are these like tufts and I have this um seek app that tells me like what certain plants are or bugs or whatever. And it said that it was like wild garlic, which it smells like chives, not garlic. But like sometimes like because I mean we don't get rid of our weeds and stuff. We just let <laughs> it do whatever it wants. But sometimes like when it's like growing super long like it is now, I'll like I'll like snap it and, and smell it. I'll carry it with I thought you were gonna tell me you eat it. No. I was about to be like, am I, I, am I just going to discover something gross about you? No, I'm just I, eating grass in our backyard. I think you can, but it's like, it smells so good. Well, garlic's the root. Have you looked at the root? Have you tried digging them up? No. But it's wild garlic. Wild garlic is probably different from other garlic. Like Farm garlic? garlic? Yeah, it's different. It's not going to, yes, I'm sure it doesn't have free. like, no, but. <laughs> it's free. That's the difference. I don't it's know free. if it would have like a bulb or not. I don't know. If you dug up a bulb and told me you're putting in our meal, I would not care. But do you know what's interesting? Chives are, it's hard to buy chives down here. And I like, it smells like, I, I need to grow chives because they're really hard to find down here. But yeah, it just smells so So far, everything you've grown has died though. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to keep that basil plant alive on our, on our counter. No, it just, the, I feel like it just needs to be outside. Like the roots are too big. I have a brown thumb, but like I desperately want a garden, an herb garden. I go through so many art See, herbs. Like I need. It's not a brown thumb. You just don't water things. That's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> like if you tried and they died there's a different story but you just i'm the one who's watering everything it's very true i 100 <laughs> percent which have we you. watered our christmas tree I... lately <laughs> no. <laughs> i did at the beginning the first couple days of the beginning but we're leaving soon for to visit family so i mean it's not gonna get love anyways <laughs> but i also have killed a cactus plant and I've killed a bamboo plant. They're very hard to kill. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, I go through so much like cilantro and parsley and basil. It's like, I really need like a a garden. <laughs> Andrew, will you water the garden? I know. You mean <laughs> a garden that I could just take care of? We can grow mint and make mojitos. <laughs> uh, no. I know. <laughs> I just if we get a sprinkler system, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I have enough on my plate. Dealing with this podcast. <laughs> that's a podcast. Uh, you can't water plants because of the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's my excuse. But uh, no, what do you think of like the least the new bugs? Oh, I thought for a second you meant like glitches. You mean like what? What are what, what are the new bugs? Obviously, like I the Pregnantis I think is new, and the yep. Black Widow. Fire ants are new. The Black Widows are new. You know how I feel about the fire ants. Moths are new. Uh, the moths. Mm-hmm. Did I see those? No, I. That's the one bug we have not spotted. It only comes at night, and it's very in like really random like areas. They're kind of hard to find. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that. But there's uh, new types of mosquitoes. The, the tiger ticks. mosquito. Yeah, the ticks. The ticks, the, the dust mites. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the the mites in the the ticks are more of a nuisance like they're not really very challenging but like it's like the the red mites um yeah they're kind of reskins yeah the the red mites like you'll get like a horde of them attacking you and they're not going to kill you but they're just very annoying the yeah. dust mites are a little bit stronger but there's they less have a range of attack that slows you yeah and then the ticks are easy to block but if they hit you they do a ton of damage Again, whenever I think of uh, the, whenever I see the ticks, I think of that movie. Um, the tick is is it called the tick? I don't or know. Ticks? <laughs> it had um, Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Seth Green, and it was for like maybe late eighties, early nineties. No idea. What oh, this if you guys is. have seen this, let me know. But the ticks like get into your body and they like like explode out of you and you become the tick or the tick takes over your body kind of thing. What the and heck poor Carlton movie? at the end, um, you find out that he had a tick in him and he becomes like, Oh, a, spoiler. I guess we don't need to watch that I, movie. Do you know what? There are so many movies that are great that they do not make anymore on DVDs. So I doubt you could even find it like, um, drop dead Fred. Yeah. That you, was very difficult for me to find for you. Do you know what? I had that DVD when I was a teenager and I lent it out to, to somebody and they never returned it and i've never lent something out and had it returned to me ever especially like not even especially movies just like period ever and i keep doing it yeah like i've probably lent out like 15 movies and i've never gotten one back yeah um and i still have that a was one games. of them i have a couple of games that never came back to me and that's why I try, like, if someone lends me something, I try really hard to get it back as soon as possible because I, I, I never happened to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to forget. But yeah, that was one of those movies. <sighs> yep. Learn from us. Never, never let people borrow things. Yeah. Cause I, well, I remember my, my sister asked for it back because I'm, I'm, I, if something comes, comes at me aggressively, like I, I don't mind that kind of confrontation, but if it's an awkward confrontation, void it like the plague. And so I'm not asking for something back. She asked for it back and he, he never gave it back. Oh, uh, see, I know the most recent is uh, my friend Mason. I borrow, I let him borrow my copy of Enslaved, which is a really great game that no one's ever heard of. I don't think you can buy it anymore. I never got it back. I still harass them because I'm like, I want that game back. Yeah. And that, that's the funny thing where it's just like, can I have this back? And they're, and they're like, oh, yeah. And then they still want to get back and just like, you're never seeing it again. I know. They're like, yeah. They definitely <laughs> gave it to someone else. It's like, great. Thanks. But uh, yeah. How about the music, Liz? <laughs> um, I 10 out of 10, the chase scenes. Yeah, when when you know something's after it's like it's terrible. And there's certain like hisses from like the the wolf spider. I don't mm-hmm. even know if I'd call it a hiss. The purring from the ladybug. Oh, I felt. <laughs> I always felt bad attacking the ladybug. Like cutie patootie. I felt terrible. <laughs> and I had a patootie. fear of ladybugs for the longest time because when I was a kid, a ladybug got on me and it wouldn't get off. Like I shook my hand and it wouldn't get off and it freaked me out. And I didn't <laughs> like them for the longest time. Um. But it actually, like, I feel like it made me like bugs a bit more, I will say. Mm. That and like, so I'm, I was always terrified of bugs to like an obscene amount, like a, like really embarrassing amount of fear for bugs. And what do you mean? What do you mean? Like you still do? Pat, no, but like I feel. Liz, when you see a bug, you scream so loud. I no, legitimately I think you're being murdered. I haven't in so long. You've that gotten is better. That is a bold-faced yes. lie. You have gotten better. I don't scream anymore, but like I feel like, so I'm terrified. So I teach my daughter the bugs are cute. And so I'll be like, oh, look at that cute spider. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, remember, touch it. Why don't you touch it? I remember one time we were, oh my gosh, we were in between like, um, 
houses we were staying at the the extended stay and they they had this like we're in like the laundry area and i was like piper look at this cute spider it was a jumping spider and it came right at me and i screamed and i was like oh that fun playful spider (laughs) inside i was just oh so many stories you've been giving (laughs) i'm so sorry Back to music. <laughs> one thing I've noticed definitely with the 1.0 patch, there's so much more chatter between the characters. And I, I love it. Because like you said, they don't they don't really give your characters backstory. But like I feel like you learn more about your characters because they're talking to each other so much more. Especially who you're playing with characters. Like they'll actually have conversations with each other. Do you remember one of the conversations? I mean, like you're saying of like your character being scared. Now I'm playing Allie Hoops, who's kind of a daredevil. So there's been multiple times where she's like trying to give you courage and like, I'm like Allie's trying to give her courage and like hype her up. So she's not so afraid. And same with, um, when you play Max, he's kind of the nerd. Mm-hmm. When you go to the picnic table, you know, there's a setup of a Dungeons and Dragons. And of course he's talking about like his experience with Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. Like, so there's, there's definitely a lot more in-game chatter between the characters, which I think is great. But I, I agree. I think the music, there's not a ton of music. Like, it's not always constantly playing. It usually has, like, maybe some sounds and some vibes. It's usually pretty quiet. But I feel like you need that because you need to hear the rustling. Yeah. Because you can hear when something's because, coming like, to the grass. Which is fun because, like, if you hear rustling and you, and you look up and you see the grass moving, it's like, is it a ladybug? Yeah. Is it a wolf spider? <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of big big bugs that could do that. Yeah. And then, like you said, when something has uh, is going after you, that music kicking in, it's like, oh, boy, <laughs> you got to run. I have been quite scared a couple of times because <laughs> some things like, come at you very suddenly. Yeah. But I will say, I don't think the audio isn't, I think, super important in this game. It's helpful. But there's at least indicators, too. Like, you'll at least show, there's an indicator showing you if something's attacking you, if like something is aggro on you. So I don't think this is a game where you have to have the audio on, you have to have headsets. I think it definitely helps in the environment, but you don't need it. I'm just thinking of the larva when you're talking about like, you, you know, like you, you know, if someone's chasing you because they don't leave you alone, that whole area. You just hate the upper yard so much. I do because you get away from like a couple larva. And sometimes it's just like, you just don't want to fight them because you're in the middle of something and you just fought like 50 of them. And you're just like, let me go. And you run and you get away from them. And then you turn the corner and then it's like fire ants, larva, fire ants, larva. And just like, you can't walk there without, I just don't want to be disturbed in my, See, my like I said, It makes sense to me. I think it's funny while we were playing this, and it's 1.0 patch. You were like, this is a 10 out of 10 game. You were loving everything about it. I feel like ever since we got into the upper yard, you're like, this is work. This sucks. And like I said, I, I understand it. I it's think the it's upper yard. The it's the end game. Though. You're supposed to be together with your friends, kind of getting everything ready to finish the game. So I think it makes sense. But that being said, I do understand your frustration. Because it's, it's also a game that I, I probably wouldn't get very far playing by myself. Yeah. Or I wouldn't really... It's, it's a thousand times more fun when you when you play multiplayer. And it just stinks that like... It also stinks that it's kind of like it, it, we are at the end. Like there really isn't much more like we would want to do. Yeah. The game still lets you continue. But... But replayability wise, like... I feel like I would I may may play this like every couple of years. See, I could see us revisiting this in like another year. Yeah. And starting over again. Yeah. So but I think I would need another year, year and a half like break. Yeah. I agree with that. But I but that's what I like though, because I mean we played a ton of this game. We put a lot of time in it. 
like we did in the first one when the game is in preview and now it's 1.0 patch like i said we started over and we're just like yeah let's do this i think i think we're both over two days of gameplay time but i also kind of feel bad because this time and last time it was the same for me where i loved the building and i eventually liked the fighting part but i didn't do the underwater stuff um because i didn't want to and then <laughs> which is aren't positive points for the game because you know i i didn't have that frustration <laughs> and then no, you just let me suffer yeah and then same with like the burgle chips the first time i played and um, when i i did like a solo game in a multiplayer game and i did the burrow chips like by myself like turning them in and stuff but you did you did that for this time really yeah i um, did most of burgle chips by so myself it, it is really nice just being able to do what you want yeah with multiplayer oh uh, yeah i like that the, we weren't limited being close to each other like you literally can be in the opposite side of the yard and i could be in the other end just doing our own things I, I love that this game didn't have any sort of constraints to it. So this is just a very, very fun multiplayer game. Do you think that Keith would have liked this game more if he played? I say more, but I don't think he really liked it that much. Um, he gave it the like when we originally played, he gave it an 80, um, which I feel like is his score of like, it's a good game, just not for me. Like, I don't really like the game. Do you think he would have liked it more if he played more multiplayer with us? Yes. I Because when he first joined us in the preview version, we were already pretty far. We were at the sandbox. Zip, we already made zip lines and stuff. Yeah. And he didn't do any of that. And I know whenever I've played any sort of survival game, like I remember I jumped in my friend's Terraria game. I've jumped in some friend's Minecraft games. It's hard to really have fun and enjoy because people have already been in this world and done these things and done these adventures and they know their systems that are going on. And I'm just like, I don't know what any of these items are. I don't know what's going on. Like, you definitely just don't have as much fun like unless you start from the beginning with them and go through the journey. It's nice to have, like, the upgraded armor and yeah. stuff. But, you, you get, yeah, you get But at the same like time, that. you don't know what enemies you can really fight, yeah. like, single-handedly, kind of. Or, like, what's worth your time. Like, what? we're in the upper yard, and if someone jumped in our room, they're like, hey, I killed a bunch of bombardiers. It's like, okay, we, we don't need those. Like, yeah. why'd you waste your time? So it's understandable. But... If you like, it's it's still like e- pretty easy, I think, to introduce some friends to it though. Just be like, hey, stick with me. Let's go on an adventure together. So I think it's possible. Could have more fun with it because I think the first time around too is me and Keith beat the assistant manager boss. Was that with Dave? No, I remember we did it with one of our friends. I don't think you helped me with it the first time around. I mean, I feel like you did a bunch with Dave. I feel like it was probably Dave. Yeah. I mean, Dave was the one I originally played a bunch of this game with in preview before we did it, uh, a review of it before. Which Dave is um, a pretty frequent uh, guest, guest host. host yeah. yeah. So if, if you guys are, are new, he's he's on the podcast quite a bit. Yeah. But um, yeah. But with this 1.0 patch too, they added a bunch of new achievements. Yes. Andrew, you are at 1700 and I'm at... 1550 out of 2400 so you you have more than me 150 yeah. more i think the final score is 1900 gamer score oh really i think so oh and then now i have close. 27 achievements i couldn't see how many you had but i get yeah, more than me what did you get that i did <laughs> oh there's a bunch uh you have to do 10 perfect blocks in a row i know that was one you That's didn't do <laughs> i know it's pretty difficult. Well, um, we did the the basketball hoop one yeah. the first time we played. I think getting a certain number of perks, I definitely have way more perks than you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I could probably you were, Yeah, I know. No, now that you're saying that, like, it's, it makes sense. You're, <laughs> you're a lot more bold than I am. Yep. 
But uh, the achievements, though, are, are really good in this game still. I remember we praised it last time, but it definitely kind of feeds you as you're doing these areas of giving you these achievements. With this one Pono patch, they definitely added some harder achievements. I remember most of them were very easy and obtainable, but now there's like a couple where it's like you got 100% the game when you end, which in order to 100%, you have to collect every single scabby, you have to collect every single tooth, you have to do every single mixer. Like there's a lot you have to do. But That'd be so annoying because if you looked up, like, say you were missing one tooth and you would have to go back to all of them and see which ones you got. Yeah. Oh, ouch. I would not like that. Yeah. I mean, there's indicators you can buy upgrades where it, like, tells you, hey, you're near a tooth. So there's some things that can help you, but it's it can be work. So, but for the most part, it's usually just beating a boss, beating this area, collecting a chip. So the achievements are, are very easy and obtainable. So overall, I think I'd recommend it for achievement hunters because... Yeah, it's worth quite a bit of game to score at the end of it. But yeah, let's get our final thoughts, Liz. Yeah. So for me, there's a lot of things I remember complaining about in the preview. Like I said, the base building I thought was kind of worthless. I wish there was more to it. Um, bag space was an issue. Just recently, they had a patch where they finally, finally gave you more bag space and more uh, hot hot pouches is what they're called. But they're, they're quick swaps for your items in the lower bar. They finally added more of those. They did do some scaling for single player. I didn't, not so much multiplayer. It's a little bit of multiplayer. There's some bugs they reduced some of the health on. But as Liz saying, scaling can be a little bit difficult. It can be a little hard. But I think this game is way more accessible than it was in preview. Because I thought in preview, it was very difficult on to get into some areas. Uh, but I think the story is a lot of fun. To me, I was surprised how cohesive everything felt. Like I thought everything would just feel like a mismatch puzzle piece of a, of a game of different areas you're going to, but the base building is a ton of fun. This game is still just the preview was fun and this just amplified it. I think the 1.0 patch is great. There's still, I think some improvements they can do. Uh, would you want expansions Liz? Like if they were like, Hey, you can go into the shed now or into the house. Yeah. I think I would too. I think it depends what's in there though. If it's like just crazy harder. No, I'd still go in. I would still do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they keep adding more to this game, I think we'd easily visit it again. Like Liz said, like if in a year we're like, hey, remember Grounded? Let's pick up Grounded again. I think we would do it in a heartbeat. Maybe we could actually get somebody to play with us. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's crazy if at that point, maybe our daughter will be old enough to help us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's crazy that as much hours as we've played, I have not gotten sick of the base building. I have not got sick of the combat. I think the graphically is gorgeous. This is a ton of fun game, especially if you have friends. Definitely check out Grounded. Uh, I'm going to give it a 92. Um, I think that's funny that you're giving it a 92 because that was actually what I was thinking of giving it. I was like 91 or 92. Um, it's weird because you were way more negative. Well, because I I do love the additional story. I love so much about this game. It just it frustrates me that we're kind of stuck. But how great will it feel once we beat it? Not great at all because I don't like... I've, I've said this a billion times in this podcast. If I have to die a thousand times to beat something, when I finally beat it, I don't feel better about it. I'm just like, finally! You know? <laughs> I don't I don't like the, the struggle. I don't... You know? So, um, yeah. I feel like it, it really is a good game. But, I mean, I just feel kind of stuck with it now. That's why I'm, I'm giving it 92 because... My feelings kind of went a little sour towards the end. But the journey was so great. Yeah, I'm trying not to let, let that affect my score. 
you know? Yeah. Um, Because even though we didn't see the end, we essentially did everything. And you know what happens. Yeah. So. So that's that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, it's frustrating that we didn't get the final ending here, but it's like... At the journey, everything was great. And I like that they're they're still adding things. I like a game that is just like, do you know what? You know, let's make the the base building even more fun. Let's do like the you can do like the um the wall mounts now, where you have like the we didn't do that. I, I we could build them, but we didn't. Oh, decorating insect heads on your wall. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And um, so for me, like I I appreciate everything that they're doing for the game, and I'm I may be negative, but I you know I do agree with your points. <laughs> You're sometimes right. Um, and then I'm surprised because with Metacritic, Xbox One is still TBD and 6. The the critics, none of them are like, they don't have any scores still. That's weird. I think it's just because like this game's kind of been out. It's been in preview for so long. That's why I'm that People kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then Series X, 82 and 7.8. But I think especially like the fact that there isn't like another game like this. Yeah and well I mean, survival games there's multiple survival games out there but are there ones like with with bugs and no, base building no. and you're shrunken though that's, that's what i'm saying yeah. there's a lot of games that copy the ideas of other games and stuff like but this is very unique yes um like graveyard keeper um <laughs> you just had to bring that up because key's not here to yell at you <laughs> no i didn't know like but like how many graveyard keeper games are there like they're just like they're like little special games that are very unique <laughs> Um, this is true. <laughs> so I really want to go back and see how much I love the game. Like now that's been like years. You want to restart another bit game? <laughs> graveyard Keeper, yeah. Oh, Graveyard Keeper. Um, but I think I I feel like this is wrong. But we did the this game this year, March 16, twenty two. Yeah. I didn't realize it was this year. That kind of blew my mind. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. If you have any game suggestions, please email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. Or you can just say hi. Maybe give us some criticism, things we can improve upon on the podcast. We always love hearing from you all. Uh, or you can find us at Twitter at GBGBPod or Facebook at GBGBPod. I've been your hardcore game host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Look at you asking for negativity. <laughs> oh, I mean, I like no, it. It's good. No, it is great. I just think... Uh, it's- I was like when people are like, hey, sometimes you guys are a little too negative on games or sometimes you're too positive. It's like, all right, we'll work on that. That's very true. Um, I've been, no, I am Liz Noob. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Liz Noob. Uh, Gamertag, come on, I'm Dean. And I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is EW. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys.